The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors. Welcome to Healthy Lifestyle with Lorianne. I am Coach Lorianne. Our goal here at Healthy Lifestyle is to inspire, educate, and empower you to fulfill a healthy, emotional, spiritual, and physical life so you can feel empowered to live the life you have always wanted and dreamed. Welcome to the show. Always excited to be here and unhealthy lifestyle. Today, we're going to give you some verbal caffeine to light you up with possibilities. And today on the show, we have Regina Huber. Is that right? Did I say it right? That's right. That's perfect. (laughs) Uh, Regina is a transformational leadership coach, inspirational speaker and author. As the CEO of her coaching, speaking, and training business, Transform Your Performance, she drives bold, value-driven leadership. She helps her clients reach their next career goal all the way to the C-suite. Her holistic coaching approach focuses on upgrading her clients' leaderships, of self and others so that they can implement their visions while reducing their stress. Regina has an eclectic multicultural background on five continents, which includes leadership positions at a global consulting firm and ownership of businesses in Argentina, Brazil, and the U.S. She is the author of three coaching frameworks of the book, Speak Up, Stand Out, and Shine, co-authored three other books, and has published numerous articles and magazines in the U.S. and Africa. She also has her own TV show, Oh, We Have a Lot in Common, Girlfriend, and she has a passion for travel and dance. Welcome to the show, Regina. I'm so glad to have you. Thank you so much for having me on, Lorianne. I love the introduction uh, to your show. I, I feel that spark already, that energy. I love it, and I'm delighted to be here. Yeah, it's so it's so nice to to be in a profession where we can inspire others and encourage others to be who they're meant to be. And sometimes we don't see that in ourselves, right? So people like you and I are right here to to let you see what other people see in in you, right? Absolutely. So, so tell us about your journey. You have uh, your you have five countries, uh, you know, continents that you have this multicultural background. Tell us more about you, Regina. I want to know everything about you. <laughs> okay. So this very eclectic and adventurous life that I have had so far, and going forward, I guess, started in Germany, and I was literally the shyest kid in town. I grew up in a tiny little village of nine houses back then, uh, on a farm. And, you know, we didn't travel a lot, of course, because I grew up on a farm and farmers can't always get away so easily. But there has always been this adventurous spirit in the family from my dad's side. And uh, I inherited it. So it was always deep inside of me, despite the shyness. At at 19, I, I ventured to Munich, the next biggest city, <laughs> not the next biggest city. There were lots of little towns around us, but the the the, the bigger city in 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 the nearer environment, right? I moved there to go to college. From there, a few years later, I moved to Madrid, Spain. Wow. It was my first time moving abroad at the age of 26. At 27, I was offered a leadership position in Spain. I was only going to stay a a year, but it ended up being seven years. (laughs) And I also helped that uh, consulting firm that I worked for open an office in Lisbon, Portugal, as well as Sao Paulo, Brazil. So I had the the opportunity to also learn and uh, and speak uh, Portuguese 
which was really lovely because I love languages. And uh, then from there, I, I lived in Argentina twice. I lived in Brazil twice. I lived on the West Coast of the U.S., on the East Coast of the U.S. And uh, in uh, Argentina, Brazil and the U.S., I've also owned businesses. So oh. it's it's quite a journey. Uh, I My business is based in New York City. But the last three years, just like you, I love to travel. I travel all the time. I get a lot of value from it. It's very rich to meet other people, other cultures and all of that. And we learn so much from it. So um, I have actually spent the last three months pretty much nomading around a little bit again. And I'm in France, right? We're, we're connected yeah. right in France right now. I'm still in right. But yes, I'm at an Airbnb, so I change environments all the time for these things. So yeah, Airbnb is a brilliant thing. I did that when I went to Australia. It's just a a wonderful concept, and you get to meet people, and you're really, you know, you're infused into the to the culture. Yeah, and I've done it so often, also on the African continent, where I've traveled a little bit more in the last few years. And you know, wherever it's available, and as long it's as it's it's more than than one night, I think it makes a lot of sense. So I've certainly also lived a lot of challenges along the way, in addition to those great, exciting adventures. But as you know, Lorianne, adversity usually also holds opportunity. So I can definitely say that I've learned some great lessons. And of course, I also learned a bunch through through the travel, the moving to other cultures and and meeting people in other cultures, learning how they dance, how they think and how they live. And I say dance because I love to dance myself. <laughs> I didn't grow up with dance but I have always tried to pick up the dances in those different places where I've lived and Latin America, several different, there's so many different dances there. It's not just salsa, right? There's also the Brazilian dances, the Somebody Gafira. I love that. And in the African countries, uh, currently I do mostly Congolese dancing. So Congolese Ndombolo. And I just started Senegalese Sabar, which I also find one of the most um, I don't know, graceful dances, uh, to, to call it something. Uh, I, I, I'm just totally fascinated by it. So yeah, I'm not a professional dancer. I never will be because I didn't grow up with it, but it's my passion. <laughs> but the thing about dancing, at least I find this, is most of our communication, majority, I shouldn't say most, majority of our communication is actually nonverbal. So what we say on our, and that's why actions and words equal truth. And so when you talk about dance, that is the best way to be able to express feelings um, nonverbally. And, and so I learned so much when I watch dances and I actually get more emotional when I'm feeling, you know, that, that the dance, whether I'm watching it or doing it myself. And uh, I'm not one of those gazelles. Uh, really quick story. I was, um, I used to do plays and stuff like that. I'm a singer. Uh, from since I was knee high to a grasshopper and I was in this play and I'll never forget it. We were learning a dance and all of a sudden, you know, they had this real big structure above us. So there were poles holding the structure above us um, in the back of the stage. And, um, and I'm learning this dance and all of a sudden you hear this bing. And uh, that was me running into the pole. Um, and so the choreographer was oh, like dancing, Lorian. 
<laughs> I didn't mean to be, but I hit it. Um, I did a turn, bam, right into the debt. So not being aware of my environment was one of the problems there. Um, and so I'll never forget the choreographer was like, uh, who just hit a pole? And I'm like, sheepishly, I hold my hand up because I have elements of being shy. As you can imagine, like you, we don't appear to be shy, but we do have elements of shyness. Um, and so I put up my hand. She's like, come here, baby. Come up here. I'll never forget. Miss Jean was her name. She brings me to the front and she's like, just stay away from the poles. It's too dangerous for you back there. So I'm not the best dancer in the world, but I love it because it really communicates non-verbally feelings, emotional, and you just feel it through your whole body. Every cell gets involved. Similar to when we're coaching, every cell gets involved when we're making decisions and we don't even really recognize that or realize that. But before I dive too deep, I really want to back up for a second because I know you've studied several holistic modalities, um, myself included. I've done that as well. So I'd like to have our listeners understand in here, how did these flow into your coaching practices? I know how I've integrated a, a multitude of modalities into my coaching practices, like herbs and essential oils and AFT and EFT and tapping and all those good, love, yummy things. And of course, meditation. But let's talk about that. Yes. For me, it all started with shamanic healing. Uh, studies. That was uh, back in San Francisco many years ago. Now, I also did some Reiki with the same shaman that I studied with. But frankly, of Reiki, I've forgotten most of it now. <laughs> because later I, you know, I was busy still in my job. And, and then I, I moved to Argentina soon. And, and then I studied some other modalities as well that I went deeper with. So that's probably why. First of all, I also did this workshop about rainbow healing. I think it's not as well known maybe as some other modalities. Then um, body talk. I studied a lot of body talk. I was yeah. fascinated with body talk. And I still am because yeah. that's still what I usually turn to the most when I need something for myself. And then also theater healing, quite a few modules of that, EFT that you also mentioned. And yeah, I do love body talk a lot. And but body talk is what we were just talking about, is our bodies give us messages. Yes. They're and that's actually how that They're works messages, a little bit. Right? Yeah. yeah. A lot of people refer to our, you know, pain we're feeling or things that we're feeling as symptoms. They're not symptoms. They're messages telling us that we're not paying attention. And, and to pay attention. So let's talk a little bit more about body talk because I love this subject. Yeah, body talk. So it's absolutely about what you just uh, described. But it's also, uh, or I should say, and it's also not, but it's also, and it's also called body talk because we the body talks in terms of the protocol that we follow in body talk. So it gives us answers through uh the muscle testing so give a so you're doing kinesthetics right so give, yeah, us, give us an example give us an example for our listeners yes so the body talk has a protocol that we go through so basically we ask what's a priority to be addressed and that's the whole system is based on that plus it has a basic technique that you can actually learn for free on the Body Talk website, which is the um, the oh my gosh, <laughs> blanking right now the the cortices uh, technique, and it's it's like 
it, it's similar to EFT because it's all, it also uses tapping, but in a different way. Yep. So Cortis's technique is something you can learn for free on the Body Talk site. And, and, and that's what it, it's, it's a technique that the founder of Body Talk actually found with the uh, original um, population in Australia. Okay. Right. So the Aborigine population, that's as far as I remember this. They had a similar technique and, and, you know, he adapted it because he needed it for himself at the time. And he, he saw that this did something beneficial to his very serious health condition at the time. And this is how he then built this entire system around it. The, the, this, this tapping comes into all the different phases of the treatment. But first we need to figure out what we need to address. And they're also formula and so, and so on and so forth. It's a very intricate system, actually. Yeah, it, it, and and our our bodies are very intricate systems. That's why that is an intricate system. But yeah, I encourage everybody to go to Body Talk website and and try that because it's a really good tool to help self diagnose where you're going, what's going on, and asking those right questions. They can also, of course, go to transformyourperformance.com. That's your website. But before we do that, I, I really want to go back into the fact that you've wrote. Um, You've written and spoken a lot about energy in the context of uh, business presence. So in your understanding, what's the role of energy and presence? I mean, I'm all about vibration and energy and connecting with people and how that works. And um, I'm just intrigued at experiencing it as well as observing it. So wh what, what's your take on this? Yeah, so both holistic healing and dance have actually taught me a lot about energy, of course, you know, also holistic healing gave me a deep understanding of how the subconscious mind and the subconscious programming works, all the neuroscience knowledge and all of that. And it's the basis for the for the mindset work, really, because as you know, the deeper we go, the more we can achieve with it. And when we stay on, on that superficial level, it's just going to be always superficial. But coming back to your question about so energy. Yes, I talk about specifically a body and energy conscious presence in my work. Of course, as you know, our energy flows into everything we think, we we say, and we do. Our attitude, our behavior, our body language, you talked about that before, even also our nonverbal, all parts of our nonverbal communication as well. It flows into everything. It fuels everything. And that's why it's so important. And yet in business, we don't always talk about it, which I find a little weird. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I so agree. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, so the body and energy conscious presence is actually one of the four pillars of uh, a framework that I created, which is called the powerful leadership transformation. Now, the body conscious, I think most people can relate to that really quickly. They they might think of Amy Cuddy with her power posing, you know, and 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 how important it is also to be just really fully present in our bodies and uh, take some maybe deep belly breaths and, and just become present because it also helps us focus better. But it, and, and it has a calming effect, the physiological effect of this, right? However, the other part is just as important. And of course, they're not separate. They go hand in hand. Uh, energy is part of the body and the other way around. And uh, I, I think it's something that we always hear in business is, you have seven seconds to make a first impression. So true. However, it takes a mere 
0.07 seconds for our brains to trust someone. That's a lot less. That's less than a blink of an eye. <laughs> yes, yes. And that's because of where vibrating, vibration, yes. I speak a lot about vibration is equal to that of energy. So okay. when we're vibrating high, we're in those all yummy feelings. Um, that's going to be picked up by another person. You ever, you ever meet somebody who, well, yeah. you're one of those people. As soon as I met you, I'm like, oh, connection um because we're vibrating at the same level you know we have that uplift inspired uh type feeling and we just want to find the joy and the yumminess and we recognize the challenges but we look at challenges as opportunities so that vibration connects in that one second is amazing so yeah i i mean how do you how do you guide people to be aware because everything starts with awareness of what they're transmitting in that one second. And then how do they, how do you guide them to be able to make certain they're transmitting the right energy in that one second? Well, first of all, it's a lot about authenticity, but we can only be authentic when we actually feel confident enough probably in that moment, because otherwise we tend to play a role. We tend to become somebody else that we are not really right. And that also comes across as not trustworthy. So it's really important to realize that our energy speaks both louder and faster than our words and than in anything else. Our energy is even picked up already, even at, even if it's at a subconscious level, right? Is that non-verbal again, right? up, Yeah, before we pick up the phone and talk to somebody. Right? Yeah. Or, or before we even have that 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 visual contact with someone. It's really, really important to check in with your energy and how do I feel right now? What energy am I sending out to this person? Am I angry at this person? Am I anxious about this encounter? Am I, you know, am I somehow motion, emotionally blind spotted <laughs> in a way, right? So it's, it's just important to check in and see, okay, how am I feeling right now? What is my energy saying about me? And then I can always do a quick, energy technique to optimize my energy in that moment very quickly. And I share one of those or several of those actually, but the most important one that I share in my book, I call tap into your inner power. Oh, I love that. And this is a, a very, very simple, but also very effective technique that can help us get into the right energy within a few seconds, especially when we've done it a few times. So right. that's your that's your book. Speak up, stand out, and shine. Which shine find on mm -hmm. Amazon? Can they find it on your website, transformyourperformance.com as well? Yes, there is a page uh, that uh, that is tagged as books, and there you can find the link to the yeah, Amazon. That's where they'd be able to find the tapping to your inner power, which I think is a really really important tool for everyone to have, so you can shift within seconds what you said once you get used to it right you have to do it a couple of times like anything yes. i wasn't good at meditating at the first time <laughs> oh who was right <laughs> i was like this isn't working that's all i kept saying this isn't working i'm like what did i expect <laughs> exactly and it's still hard on certain days when we are anxious because we're not perfect you know yeah, sometimes it's a cartoon up here i'm telling you it's a carnival there's all kinds of stuff going on in my brain and I have to shit. And that's, that's the, the whole point of meditation to, to do that. And, and things like this, tapping into your inner power would allow you to tap into shing everything so that you could be in that right energy. And, and you said something that really, really resonates. And, and we speak about that to our listeners all the time, which is the importance of being present, mm -hmm. being here 
in the moment with you together, even listening to, to what we're doing, you know, on the show, real important to be present and don't worry, the future will come. It's coming anyway. We can't do anything about it. So thinking about it's not changing anything, right? Exactly. um, No, I love this. So, so, so far we've spoken about body talk. We've talked, talked about tapping, um, the importance of being present, um, your powerful leadership transformation, um, framework that you have. I believe you said it was four, um, four pillars that you go through, which I'd like to talk about more when we come back from the break. Um, your book, which is amazing, speak up, stand out and shine. Um, and of course, tapping into your inner power. I love that. And I I encourage everybody to reach out and just experience it, see how it makes you feel, and then utilize it as this instant tool. You are so yummy, Regina. We're going to take a short break and we're going to come back with Regina. Um, Transformyourperformance.com. You need to reach out. Uh, A resource is just not an accurate word for Regina. She really is someone you want to tap into. I know that I already feel we'll be doing stuff together in the future because we're in alignment with using multiple modalities and helping business people really achieve the success they're meant to to achieve. Um, And these tools help us all do that, right? Absolutely, yes. We're going to take a short break and we're going to come right back. Welcome back to Healthy Lifestyle with Lorianne. I am Coach Lorianne. If you'd like to be a guest or lift up your business product or not for profit, or if you have a question or comment, we would love to hear from you. Email us at healthy lifestyle with LA at gmail.com. That's healthy lifestyle with la at gmail.com seriously we do answer all of your emails we appreciate it we love your feedback if there's anything you want to chat about we're here for you so you know i want to jump back today we're speaking with regina huber uh, she's from transformyourperformance.com or that's her her company and her website um regina we mentioned welcome back regina by the way uh <laughs> we mentioned in the first half that you have this four pillar system called powerful leadership transformation plt it's a framework that has that has a piece that's called self empowering mindset and heart set. I want to stop for a second and talk a little bit more about heart set because we all know about mindset, but very few people talk about heart set. And this is something that just absolutely drew me to you uh, when we started talking. So let's talk about heart set. Yeah. First of all, you know, they, they go together. Mindset and heart set are better together. <laughs> I like to say mindset and heart set or mind and heart in co-creation. Kind of like chocolate and peanut butter. It was really yeah. good. <laughs> I have never tried that. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. my gosh, you have to. It's amazing. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> All right. I remember. <laughs> okay. So, uh, so yes, because we want to use both the power of the mind and the heart. Yes. Yeah, so the intellectual power, that logical power of the mind, and the very you-specific wisdom that resides in your heart, that you and only you have have gathered through your life experiences. No one else has that specific wisdom but you because you've accumulated it through your uh, life experiences, through your lessons, through anything that you have seen so far. Love, so- love, love that. You specific 
wisdom. I love that. Yes, your unique wisdom, you could say. Yes, yes. Right? That's, yeah. that's amazing. And I, I love that you put the two together because mindset and heart set absolutely mm-hmm. married to each other, all joke, joking aside, absolutely marries together. So continue, please. Yes. And you know this, uh, Lorianne, of course, but the, the, the heart is actually a part of the brain. It's, we, we also talk about the heart brain because it has about 40,000 brain-like cells and it has a very strong magnetic field. It, the, the magnetic field of the heart can be up to 5,000 times stronger than the head brain's magnetic field. And it literally comes out in the form of a torus, a torus field. So what does that mean? We connect with the world around us through our hearts, with the people around us through our hearts. It's like a, a magnet. Yes. Yes. Also, in addition to this, courage is in the heart and we all need courage some more than others or in some situation more than than at other times but yes. but but i i sometimes say courage is in the heart fear is in the mind the mind also has a lot of value of course it has its function right you don't have it for nothing and it's very very useful but we also generate fear in the mind and not in the heart so we need to 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 turn to our heart, connect with it to find that courage again. Let me, let me unwind that. Let me unwind that a little bit because I love that courage is in the heart and I love that fear is absolutely in, in the head. Um, so two things I just want to add to this is that picture yourself like a laptop. When we shut the top of the laptop, it stops working. The laptop is like a brain. So mm-hmm. without someone operating it, it really doesn't do anything. It can't do anything. It'll hold all the information, but nothing is tapping into it. Nothing is coming out of it, right? So that's our brains. The heart comes into place because I believe like you that we work from the heart, that that is actually our brain. When you say, cur- and, and and when we open the laptop, that's when we bring ourselves to activate it. Otherwise our brain doesn't work without something else happening. And that's where the heart comes into play, right? Um, so when you say courage is in the heart, I, I um, absolutely resonate with that because when we're courageous, we're using our heart to understand why we're doing it, why we're taking that courageous step, why we're taking, we're going outside of the box that might be fear-based, which is in the mind. We're going to work from here, do it for the right reasons, right intentions from a genuine place. And that's that's what you're talking about. Am I am I on, on the right track there, Absolutely. And we actually have proof that courage is in the heart because of language. I'm in French right now. In French, courage is written exactly the same way. It's courage. Courage. But the heart is called cœur, and that has the same root. And that happens in several different languages. Corazón in Spanish and, and, and coraje. Well, coraje in Mexico also means, means anger sometimes, but, but, you know, it's different use, use of words sometimes. But, uh, even in, in my native language, German, the old word for, for mutig, which would be courageous, is actually beherzt. And, and, and the, the, the word for heart is herz. So um, it, 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 you know, in, in Portuguese, the same thing, right? So only the English uh, language messes that up. <laughs> yeah, but I wonder if there was an old word as well, you know, but I, well, courage and, you know, uh, the core of things is really the heart of things, though, you know? Yeah, well, I like the word cur age, cur age. So it's from the heart. 
and mm-hmm. we get better at it with age. So that's kind of how I always looked at courage is that, and just stepping out of yourself, you know, mm-hmm. and it, it's when you step out of yourself, it's, it's, you're doing it from the heart. It's with good intent. Everything goes back to good intentions, right? Awareness yeah. and good intentions. So yeah. I, I love that you put the two together, that you have the mindset and the heart set is embodied in your leadership transformation um, as the pillars. So let's, let's walk through the pillars. What are the, I believe you said four pillars. What are the four yes. pillars? Yes. About one, we talked before already, the body and energy conscious presence. So we talked about that already in part one. <laughs> and then we have distinctive uniqueness. This is about your unique brilliance, but also about the other side of the coin, which is, of course, uh, you know, our, our shortcomings, the, the areas we want to approve, improve or complement with other people's brilliance, right? Yeah, yeah. You don't have to be, we're not supposed to be perfect at every, everything. We are supposed to be different. We are, um, you know, no one has of the 8 billion or 9 billion where we are where are we right now a lot of, of billions population on the, <laughs> yeah on on uh, of people on this planet you know no one has your dna and there's a good reason for that you're supposed to be unique of course there are certain skills there are certain um certain competencies that we need to develop those are foundational though that doesn't change yeah. we are uniquely and exactly. and that uniqueness and i want to repeat this because it's so important difference is good different is good i'm going to say it again different is good unique is different which is good because we do complement each other it's like we may we do the same thing or similar things mm-hmm. but we complement each other because what you're really strong at um, compliments where my weakness may start and what I may be strong at may compliment where, where your weakness may be. And weakness is not a bad thing. It just means we don't have as much competence in that. It doesn't make less of us as a person. And I really wanted to drive that home. Right, Regina? Do you agree? Absolutely, Absolutely agree. Of course. And, and I believe that we sometimes focus too little on that unique brilliance and too much on the shortcomings or weaknesses. Uh, and, and we, we so, we, always look at you know what is wrong with us i wrote an article about what is right with you yes (laughs) yes that's what we first and foremost need to focus on because when we go deep with this we can uncover so many beautiful things in our potential that we have never ever tapped into yet because as you know our potential is infinite it's limitless and there's so much to discover in it and that's what I want to inspire people to do with this distinctive uniqueness pillar to very go very deep with it. Again, it's about self-awareness and, and self-awareness is about both sides of the coin, obviously, but also when you know your value, you can own your value and show it. Yeah. A lot of people don't that again, know Regina. what it is. Know, own, and show your value. Say that again. When you know your value. When you know your value, you can own it and show it. Yes. Because oftentimes we are told, especially we women, oh, you got to own your value. But if I don't even know what it is, how will I own it? How will I embody it? Because my value is not something that I want to talk about all the time. I want it to shine through me. Right. Yeah. So that's the difference between, I'm just going to rephrase that a little. That's the difference between having to read your resume and say, I'm this and I'm this and I'm that. If you show your value, you don't have to go through a resume reader, which is not my favorite. 
thing in the world. Um, <laughs> I, I, I want to see what you can do because again, um, if I see it in action and I hear your words, truth and action, words and action equal truth. And that's where it goes back to that genuine. People talk about genuineness all the time, but that's what we're talking about. Absolutely. It's it's so, so wonderful what you're doing. So what are the other pieces of your powerful leadership transformation framework? So we have the fourth pillar that we haven't talked about is inspired and, and effective action, which is also aligned action. Yeah, so we can, we can take action 24 hours a day and still not achieve what we want. We may be working really hard and still not get where we want to be. So that means that our action is somehow not aligned or not not inspired by the other three pillars so to speak. So, so back up for a second explain you know aligned it's really important <laughs> I, I hear people utilize the term incorrectly and I want I, I'd like you to explain when someone is aligned and when it's an aligned action aligned is when when my values are taken into account for example right? Align can mean a lot of things to me, frankly. So we can, we can physically align. And I even also wrote a LinkedIn article about aligning before going into meetings. So, you know, we can physically align, we can energetically align, we can align our, uh, our language in a certain way by studying what I also added to my coaching practice, conversational intelligence, for example, there are other, other, other methodologies too, of course, we can, our action is aligned when it is set up in a way that it guides us or it takes us to the desired result. And that doesn't mean it is perfect. It is, it's not always perfect because we learn as we move along the way. I don't, I don't comprehend that word. Perfect. Perfect. I don't. I don't exactly. comprehend that word because it has. It's. I think it's a meaningless thing because I don't think exactly. anything is perfect. Um, if everything was perfect, then we would all be in alignment with ourselves and we would know exactly what to do. And we there would be. So perfect is a word I don't understand. That's why I always say take massive imperfect action because we're at least taking action, right? Exactly. So yeah. So perfect. Uh, that's right. what I'm saying. You know, it doesn't mean it's perfect. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. that's not, a lot of people think it has to be all perfect to, to be aligned. No, yeah. it has to be, it has to be, um, it has to resonate with your values, your core values. You know, you don't want to do something that takes you out of integrity. Yeah. And, and that goes back to heart, right? That goes yes. to the so heart. The other pillars. Yeah. That's what we mean with it in this, in this particular framework. So it's aligned, you know, it's inspired by the other three pillows and that's how it becomes aligned and that's how eventually it becomes effective. You're literally giving me goosebumps, Regina. It's, <laughs> I'm sitting here like flush with goosebumps. So uh, just to shift for a second, I know you love to dance. We talked about it at the beginning. I love to dance too, even if some people might, you know, not like watching me dance. Um, but how does this passion flow into your business, if at all? Yes, first of all, you know, you talked about nonverbal communication earlier, and I think this is so, so important to know how it works. For example, if I dance with a leader in dance, in, in partner dance, let's just say for a moment, in, in partner dance, we have a leader and a follower. They communicate without speaking, without yeah. talking, because if, if the leader has to tell me what to do, then the rest of the communication is somehow off, right? Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. So what does that mean? That the leader and follow dynamics have to work. There has to be clarity in leadership. There has to be a clear intention that is transmitted. There has to be 
this, uh, you know, this, this playing together, this mutual understanding, this um, action and reaction. And it's so fast that it's, it doesn't even look like action and reaction because it's smooth. It goes, you know, all, it, it just works all the time consistently. Yeah. When it's a good interaction. Of course, there are some, some bumps sometimes in the road as well. Yeah. Well, and we get better at adapt to somebody. The, yes. the follower constantly adapts to other leaders, right? Yeah. That is yeah. also important. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. And and some of the beautiful thing is if you have two leaders dancing at the same time, learning how to follow. And that's a good tool for a leader to have is understanding and learning how to follow themselves. It's like a coach having a coach. You want to have a coach who has a coach because that means they can follow. And if you have that ability, then you can shift from leadership into following. And those tools are so important, right? Right. And somebody who doesn't know how to follow in partner dancing should not teach it. That's definitely yes. true. I, I wouldn't teach it because I don't know how to how to lead it. I know how to follow it. So I, you have to know both as a teacher, I believe, as a dancer. Uh, I agree. And that's why it's really important as a leader to be able to lead from behind, too, which means yeah. you can shift from following to leader and allowing other people's to, other people to elevate. I love how you incorporate that in there. Um, yeah. I, I, so that brings a curious question. I'm very curious today. Um, it brings a curious question is, do you think passion is important in the context of work and health? Yes. And I just wanted to quickly add, I, ha- I wrote an entire article also on my LinkedIn. Uh, of course you did. About <laughs> all, the, all, the, all the different lessons the dance has taught me, both leadership lessons and just, you know, energy, confidence, self-expression, all these beautiful things, right? But also uh, also other business business. Uh, lessons that we can use in our team so if anybody's interested it's in my linkedin newsletter yeah, and all those links will be you know yeah. with this episode so no worries uh, yeah. we'll, yeah. we'll connect you right up so you don't even have to worry about the spelling but her name is on the screen if you're watching this if you're listening it's regina huber h-u-b-e-r um but definitely connect back but back to yeah. to that the passion yeah. And it ties back into the dance again, right? Because this is a passion of mine that is seemingly unrelated to coaching or to my business, but it's actually not unrelated. It's flown into it organically through what I've learned through dancing. And even it also, it also has changed my posture. So it has changed how I show up physically as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that that posture is also in alignment, right? So that right. that's physically yeah. in alignment, and and right. and doesn't it have a, a, a an impact on the stress on, on the level of stress we experience? Absolutely, also, <clears throat> absolutely, also, dancing uh, is very, very healthy, as we know, right? And it's it's I think in business, it's also closely connected to our why if we bring in a passion, you know. Yeah. In my case, at least it is because I have this holistic approach in coaching. So I'm always looking at, okay, at the well-being of the person, not just at at the professional success. The holistic. It's We're holistic. We have to look at people holistically because we don't separate the personal and the professional. It's one human. So we have to look at that holistically. Um, What are your preferred self-care options? So, yes, uh, just as, you know, 
life is a holistic phenomenon. <laughs> so that's why I like to do several different things. I like dancing, of course, you might have guessed it. I like biking, walking, hiking, everything that is like movement in that sense. Mm-hmm. And my morning routine definitely always includes a breathing technique. I usually do Wim Hof breathing, but I realize that different people have different preferences when it comes to breathing methodologies. And then what I one thing that I I love, 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 and is foot reflexology. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. You know, I'm a Pisces and Pisces love when you touch their feet. You too. (laughs) Which are you a February or March Pisces? I'm March. Okay. February, February 20th. All right. Yeah. I'm March 6th. Yeah. And so, and and of course I love me a good body talk session from time to time. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that, that makes sense. It, the self-care is really important. That self-care I go to, um, I, I call it a power hour in the morning, where it's it's stuff that I do specifically to set my day on track and to take care of myself. Mm-hmm. If we don't do that, um, one, it will, it could, we could easily spin out of control during the day. And two, um, it gives us direction. It sets us with this right vibration that you're seeing yeah. with both of us right now. You know, in the last minute, I just have to ask you this other question. I think I, I think you are a dreamer, but do you consider yourself a dreamer? Yes, as a Pisces, of course I am a dreamer. Yes. <laughs> And uh, I, I find it so hard that we, uh, so, so hard, no, so sad, I should say, that we are educated out of dreaming at school. You know, I was a huge daydreamer at, as a kid, and I would lock myself up in, in our bathroom and sit in the bathtub and dream about a villa I wanted to once own in Italy and whatnot, you know. Me too. Something, you know, but that has never really happened. But still, I was dreaming about traveling, about exploring the world. And that has happened. You know, it was almost as if that that dreaming was somehow my vision board. Well, the dreaming is your vision board. Dreaming is goal setting. So we have to dream. So I encourage that too. Thank you so much for being on the show today. You know, we we went through a lot of different things. Um, Definitely transformyourperformance.com. Go see it because we have that framework, the powerful leadership transformation. Uh, We spoke about your specific wisdom, your unique wisdom. Your heart is part of the the brain and how it works. Um, And it's really important to have mindset as well as brain set. a mindset as well as heart set, I should say, all these yummy things that, that we talked about. And my favorite is courage in the heart and fear is in the mind. And we want to stay in the heart. Thank you again, Regina, for being us. Thank you all for showing up today on Healthy Lifestyle with Lorianne. I hope we earn the privilege of your time. I want to thank our guest, Regina, again. Thank you so much. Until our next show, uh, we hope that uh, we see you next time. We would be grateful if you please like, follow, share, and subscribe. Until next time, I am Coach Lorianne. Play a higher role, serve a higher purpose, show up for you, and show up what? That's right, show up big. Bye, everyone. The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting, management, or its sponsors.